0: to Game & Watch with Aaron and James, the show where we talk about games we've been gaming and movies and TV shows we have been watching. I am Aaron. And I am James. And today we're talking about uh, one of my oldest favorites, uh, Mega Man 3 for the Nintendo Entertainment System.
1: I can confirm that Mega Man 3, having, now having replayed it, uh, it, it is a video game. Yeah. And I have both thoughts and opinions about um,
0: it. No one can argue with the idea that it is an existing
1: video game. It is an it is an existing video game. Yeah. I, I love uh, that it is this is something I knew about you in terms of your your um, your love for Mega Man. I, I, it's one thing uh, that I, I that I like hearing.
0: Yeah well, you know a little bit about my gaming history that yeah I'll get to it later that Mega Man 2 and 3 were
1: uh, games I had played very young. I am happy to hear that about you. I do not share it, and I'll get into more about that uh, in a bit. Yeah, I almost no history with the game. So, yeah. Well, tell us, uh, how did we get here? How, uh, how did Mega Man 3 come to be? Capcom uh, gifted us this series. This is a platformer action game. for It was released for the original Nintendo system. If you haven't heard of Mega Man by now, and you play video games, I'm a little surprised, but you know, I'm disappointed, frankly, I'll say it. Yeah. You (laughs) can condemn everyone. That's fine. Uh, This was developed and published by Capcom released in 1990 in Japan and the U S it is notable for being on the heels of Mega Man two, which obviously three comes after two, but Mega Man two is kind of hailed as, the greatest in the series, maybe that or Mega Man X. Would you agree with that? I, I
0: definitely would agree with that. And I think has the most prominence in definitely the original, like one through 11 Mega Man. Mega Man. Uh, Mega Man. <laughs> that
1: sounds very weird.
0: Um, but what also is so strange is that uh, two is so much better than one in every possible way. Uh, and 1 and 2 are structurally a little bit different, whereas from 2 on, basically 2 became the template for the whole series. That's kind of how great 2 was. Yes. Because they could have made a jump from 2 to 3, similarly to from 1 to 2, but they really didn't. They really added only a few small elements. Right.
1: And Mega Man 3 is also notable for having been plagued with development issues. That sounds a little overdramatic, and maybe it is. But it was developed very quickly. It was released before the team believed it was finished. And Akira Kitamura, the lead supervisor for Mega Man 1 and 2, quit Capcom before the game was, I don't even, maybe even in development. Uh, so there was a different project supervisor than the one for Mega Man 2. But despite all of that. Well, and if I read correctly, this is kind of when Inafune uh, took over
0: directing duties. Correct. Um, who had been uh, i believe an artist and a designer on one and two um and is now kind of like the grandfather of Mega Man, uh since then but uh yeah he jumped on to direct 43
1: three yeah and i mean the the, the game was well received I, I i don't i mean i wasn't you know playing video games when it was received i was one year old but you know it, it there are people have criticisms about this game, I guess, but I had to dig a little deeper to, to find them, I suppose, um, and It's usually then that like when I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole of like hardcore Mega Man fans who really try to debate as to which is the best Mega Man game. And there are people who believe that this is better than two. And I maybe would like to hear your opinion about that either now or at some point later in this episode.
0: Yeah, well, uh, why don't we wait for the end for that to, okay. to, to battle the Pokemon of Mega Man 2 versus Mega Man 3?
1: Yeah, I mean, do you want to get into your history with the series?
0: Yeah, so as I alluded to earlier, uh, this is a game that I hold near and dear. Uh, this is a game I played, you know, easily 50 times, um, maybe more. Uh, when we were kids, we got a regular Nintendo from Funko Funkoland, uh, for those of you that remember Funkoland existing. Because uh, we didn't have a ton of money to buy um, a Super Nintendo, which we really wanted. Um, we had a Genesis, uh, a shameful, shameful, sad Genesis, um, <laughs> on which I played Sonic and very little else. Uh, but we we were able to buy the NES. And then we bought a bunch of NES games, again, because um, they were used at the time, so for very cheap. So we got the classics, uh, Super Mario 1, 2, and 3. Um, we got Mega Man at 2 and 3, you know, Zelda 1 and 2. Um, But yeah, only Mega Man 2 and 3. We did not get 1, 4, 5, 6, any of those. Uh, So I only played 2 and 3 growing up, but played them kind of back-to-back obsessively and again and again and again. Um, And when we kind of get to the quote-unquote plot uh, of the game, 3 has really minimal but kind of really cool interesting callbacks to two to me that when I played them back to back as a kid I was like oh like three truly feels like a sequel to two even though now it's like no no it doesn't (laughs) um but But yeah there's there's some good references there's some good callbacks there are there are a couple uh but yeah I've loved the series um I played two and three obviously the most I've gone back since and played all the others Uh, I have yet to play 9 and 10, which were the like Wii exclusives for a little bit. Uh, And I played 11. Um, And then I haven't played all the X series, but I've definitely played X1, X4. Um,
1: Yeah. How about you? All right, I'm coming in hot. Please. Uh, Maybe not that hot. So I don't really have a history with Mega Man, as I alluded to earlier. I was familiar with it for a long time. It is not a series that caught my attention to the point where I felt like I needed to play it really ever. I mean, there, so these games have been released and re-released and such and their Mega Man's been around for a long time. And Mega Man X was, I think was the first Mega Man game I ever played, but that, even that didn't kind of get me into the series, even though it was, uh, you know, a slightly different type of games than these, these, you know, originals. And I would say now having replayed it, I don't know if I ever will get into this series very much. It, I don't know if I, if I caught it too late or what, but there is a, and I'm, I, I can't talk about this without stepping a little bit on what doesn't work, and I'll go into more detail about that later, but I find Mega Man to be inaccessible to me, and I just, I'm, I'm having a difficult time diagnosing why. The one thing that I do know for certain is that i'm I'm not bad at video games, but I'm really bad at Mega Man. I mean, if you're bad at Mega Man, it sounds like you're bad at Mega all. Man is really hard for me and always has been
0: well, and i I think that. That's really not unique. I think Mega Man is very, very hard for a lot of people. Yeah, like for, for me, it's it's difficult. But I here's what I, I think it is. I think you did come to it a bit too late because we've talked about this before on the show. When you're a little kid, uh, especially with older games like that, you know, you don't really have many other games to play and purchasing new games isn't necessarily an option so with some games even brutally difficult ones you just kind of bash your head against the wall against them until you kind of figure them out and break through um which you know as an adult i neither of us has time for that anymore um so that's why you know i think like this game makes more sense to me on that level because i was doing it as a really little kid
1: Mm -hmm. yeah like and and i was going to build on that too is it's not just difficulties and the only thing that's Affecting me here. It's like there's there's a difficulty that doesn't fill me with the desire to overcome that difficulty.
0: It feels like relief
1: instead of accomplishment. Yes, that's a great distinction. And I think you've made that distinction before on this on this show. And and I and that's that it's that's very true. I I think I first played my, my history with Mega Man is fuzzy, I guess. I think I first played Mega Man. Two and three and four, probably within the last 15 years, maybe like about 15 years ago, 10, 15 years ago. And maybe picked it up every once in a while. Mega Man Two is the one I've definitely replayed the most. And I'm kind of glad we're doing this one instead, um, because it's one that I've always been aware of and I and I'd played it and kind of forgotten about it. And so it was interesting to revisit it. I think, uh, I think two
0: gets like kind of sucks, sucks up a lot of <clears throat> oxygen in the room. Uh, it does. but I definitely think three deserves to be talked about.
1: Yeah. And, 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 and it's not, I, I'm not saying this is a bad game. I think it might be a bad game for me. I think Mega Man might be a bad game for me. I think what carries me through two when I replay it is kind of my, my nostalgia, but it's not even really nostalgia. Um, yeah. I, so and and I replayed it for this, and I abused the living hell out of Save States.
0: Oh well. I mean.
1: Oh my! I can't even tell you. Like I, I would like move from one side of the screen to the other, and I would save because I, I just just I avoid like I dodge one enemy attack, and then I would save. I didn't do it during boss fights, but I it was amateur hour uh, in my house <laughs> when I was playing this game. Um, okay,
0: interesting. So you use save states. We should maybe identify here what version we played. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, because I personally played uh, the Mega Man Legacy Collection, which is one 3 Are six. there no save states? There are save states, but there is also a rewind feature. Oh, see, that
1: would have been much better. Yeah, and uh, it was much better. <laughs> and I didn't want to shell out 15 bucks for the Legacy Collection. Um, yeah. See above about my lack of affinity for the series. True. Um, but I, so I played Mega Man Three on 3DS, which is where I replayed Mega Man Two, and it's a little tedious to do save states, and I w- I I really don't think that is what you know is the cause for my frustration. But it, it you know it was a little bit annoying. A rewind would have been better, but the fact that I have that I felt like I needed to do that so frequently in order to get through this game. I was discouraged with myself, but not to not in a, the same degree of like if I don't be like a Dark Souls boss, like within the first like 10 tries, I'm like, all right, what is wrong with you? You can do this and I want to do it. But if I can't beat a level of Mega Man or like can't like get past like an enemy in like three tries without like taking too much damage to the point where I'm like, I'm going to lose against the boss because I'm not good enough to, to get no-hitted by the boss. Uh, you know, I, I, I need a certain buffer, right? Going into every fight. Yeah. And if I know I'm not going to get it, then I'm like, well, I got to go back to my safe state. And I just like, if I can't do it in like three tries, I get past a certain enemy that's giving me tr- difficulty. Then I start to get annoyed and it starts losing fun for me. And so imagine how I would feel if I had no save states. That's exactly what I was about to say. Imagine. Exactly, I don't think I would have finished the game. No, I'm sure
0: not. But, but imagine being, you know, five and having really nothing else to do.
1: Well, right. And, and that's, and I find it interesting. It, the, the contrast between, I would say like, i am better at video games now than I was then, but at the same time, like these are hard games. Like, I don't know. I I wonder what I like, if I would have gotten frustrated with it as a kid, I I mean, I I played like super Mario brothers, the lost levels when I was like six and I was pretty good at it. So maybe not six, but
0: yeah, I, I think for me now, now, especially, and you know, as I got a little bit older, it was much less about actually the whole time. I mean, the whole time it was much less about skill and much more about just very rote memorization, mm-hmm. uh, memorization of levels, memorization of patterns, memorization For sure. of like how much damage, which again is an obsessive amount of knowledge and weird. Would NES only... Hit boxes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, but all that is knowledge. You would really only accumulate by uh, again, like sad, obsessive replaying. Right um oh it's not sad well i I don't know um yeah so i again i played it um with a rewind feature which i use frequently um when we actually we can kind of talk about gameplay here should we talk about yeah Yeah, go for it um so yeah so Mm -hmm. gameplay um Mega Man is essentially i'm not the first one to say this or to note this but it is essentially a game where all you really do is jump and shoot Um, it combines both you know as James said it's an action platformer uh, but your primary moves are jumping and shooting uh, and they they sort of stretch that to every possible limit and in every possible way which is sort of a double-edged sword as we mentioned because there's a lot of bullshit in this game and in kind of all Mega Man games.
1: At the same time though would you not say that the levels overall are actually pretty well designed for the jump and shoot mechanic. There, there is some, what you would call, yeah, like fucking bullshit in these games, like the it's classic, all, like jumping all, like over like to the next ledge and an enemy appears right on top.
0: Well, of you. and th- that's always what it is. It's always enemy placement. It's never, you're right. It's never actually the level design. Um, The levels are designed pretty well. And I think in this one versus two, uh, they have more effects to them, which I I think is. Yeah. I mean,
1: there there's a, there's a, there's two main types of rooms that I would identify. One is the, what you're talking about. It's, it's a, it's either a room or a single screen where they're just going to spawn enemies on you and you just don't have enough time to react. The second is when you know where the enemies are and it, those are the those are the screens I like a lot where it's like this enemy has got some weird jump patterns. They've got some maybe homing missiles or something unique to really F with you. But you ha- almost have a little bit more time to like figure yourself out and plan accordingly. And I think that the, the game does the bullshit uh, a lot. And it do- when it does like the, you know, give your give yourself like a little bit of time to breathe those types of screens. I think that it does it very well.
0: I in games now. I often think about because of the Dark Souls community, uh, what a no-hit run would look like. And in Dark Souls, those are crazy, but it's theoretically possible because the game more possible than this. It, this how, how how would anyone get a, a no-hit run on this? And I'm sure there are people who do it, but it's there's just what it feels like is so arbitrary. It feels like either spiteful or arbitrary, like, enemy placement that just kind of ruins everything. Yes. Um, But we'll talk about that a little more when we get to levels. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, again, with mechanics, they introduced um, two new things for this game. Uh, They introduced the slide move, which kind of became a standard move for Mega Man from here on out. Uh, you kind of press down and one of the buttons and Mega Man will quickly uh, go down to like the bottom set of pixels, uh, you know, because he's kind of like a two two block little character. Um, he'll go down to like a bottom block, uh, you know, position and do a little quick slide. The levels are d- designed around this. Um, there are places you can only get to by sliding. Um, and there's one level where you kind of make your own paths in a weird way. Um, that you'll probably be sliding through as well.
1: And I I didn't have this in the notes, but I think when I was doing some digging, I saw an interview with one of the developers who noted that that slide move was intended to... They wanted people to use it against enemies as a way to dodge bullets and such. I just don't think the game allows for that kind of dynamic fighting,
0: i disagree i do really dodge under enemy bullets all the time
1: well i mean see above i'm bad at this game so <laughs> yeah. i'm glad you said that i mean yeah. i i was hoping maybe you'd be like yeah i agree then i'd feel a little no. better about myself but uh i think yeah. there's gonna be a lot of that going on this episode i think yeah. i'm just gonna say something and be like no that's yeah
0: sliding mm-hmm. under attacks is essentially how you have to beat robot mm-hmm. masters especially with only the mega buster
1: you know? Yeah, that's true. I guess I did. There were times I've, I would fight bosses where I would just successfully walk right under them as they're jumping around. Yeah, but I mean, sure. the sliding is obviously a little bit faster. gets you a little bit lower and it does avoid the aforementioned bullshit hitboxes. I
0: think you're just really bad at video games.
1: I, mean, I just I like the picture of Mega, Mega Man, Man just kind of like walking under mm-hmm. an enemy, you know, not, you know, if you were to watch it in an action movie sequence, like a robot jumps over me and he's just kind of trotting, you know, oh yeah instead of like, sliding like a badass yeah yeah
0: speaking of trotting uh
1: dogs tend to trot they they do this game also introduced rush the hit Maga Man's robot dog because, or should i say <laughs> Rockman?
0: <laughs> oh yeah well yeah we i was gonna jump into characters next but yeah uh we can do that now to explain uh, the context of rush
1: i don't know what else this game introduced other than those two things that's uh, it that's yeah. is it really it okay mm. yeah well, then segue away
0: Yeah, so uh, Rush is a new character. We have a couple characters in this game. Um, There is Rock or Rockman. um, That is Mega Man. Uh, He got changed to Mega Man for the U.S. um, Because American developers kind of didn't get that it was a musical reference. um, Because Mega Man's uh, sister, I guess, uh, his fun little blonde gal pal, uh, her name is Roll. So it was Rock and Roll um, for those smart kids. Maybe
1: they should have made Roll... uh you know, a more prominent part of these games than they really know who the hell she was, but it was the mid eighties.
0: So women were locked away in closets then and no one could hear from them or see them. Yikes. It was a different time. Um, But uh, so all of the Mega Man characters uh, for the most part tend to have like musical reference names. So the little bird is named beat um, and various things like that. uh, But that keeps in line with the musical motif. Uh, yes. The other new character is Breakman um, slash Proto Man. So again, in Japan, uh, he's called Breakman before we know his identity. In Japan, he is known as Blues or I think Blues Man. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And the US, uh, I read this quote: "Didn't understand um, why he would be named that mm. and then changed his name to Proto Man. They yeah. were like, he he's not blue." Again, not catching the musical reference uh, and thinking that he would be called Blues because he was blue.
1: The U.S. real stupid country. Silly,
0: silly developer localizers, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, uh, but what does the art look like? What do these characters look like?
1: The art is just lovely, I would say, all around. I, I, let me let me say this. I, I was going to save it for what works, but it's not. It's not quite a what works. The the sprite of Mega Man falling is one of my favorite things in retro video games ever. You know what I'm talking about? Like when he's got his arms in the air and his feet and his mouth open. I love that. I I want it on a t-shirt.
0: So were you at uh, the Summer Camp Music Festival the year that our friend Mike uh, made a giant sign
1: of that exact uh, pixel? I think, I believe I was. Yes. or other people were doing it at the other summer camps that i went to yes
0: um i always thought that was incredible and his lit up so yes
1: at night at this music festival and he would you know
0: shake it up and down we would find our friends because there was a lit up jumping <clears throat> Mega Man in the middle of a crowd
1: yeah um but yeah the the graphics in general are for nintendo generally great um there is some weird Shit in this game though, where they like must have just had a night where they took a bunch of like cocaine and LSD and stayed up all night creating levels. But for the most part, again, it's it's Nintendo, it's original Nintendo. So don't set your bar too high going back and playing a game like this. But for the time, I think this game looks great. It's very cute. It's very cool. Um, it's wonderful. It's cartoonish. Uh, but not overly so if that makes sense yeah
0: they were and you know i've talked about this before as well they were working within the limits of the the system the nintendo entertainment system they didn't get too ambitious like other games did by making the sprites too big and thus making you know the environments too small or things like that um they kept everything the right size for gameplay to be great but made the the graphics look amazing in other ways. So really great, imaginative backgrounds, um, really creative character sprites that are kind of simplistic but like cartoonish in nature. But they look really good. Yeah. Um, so again, like I think again, this is an example of developer really understanding the system they're working on. Yeah. Or working with rather.
1: Yep. Anything else about the graphics? Um,
0: no, I think that's it. I think we're uh, that's about everything about the game and the development. Yeah,
1: we're done. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right. You well, t- <laughs> next week. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the plot? Uh, I, the plot being <laughs> an interesting thing to talk about. And like, so some of the things you were saying about the characters and some things about the plot are things that if you did not go on the wiki when you're an adult, or if you did not own the game and the box and the construction manual, you would have no clue about anything.
0: And uh, as a child, I didn't because we bought it from Funko Land. So it came in a generic white sleeve didn't have the manual um and always just played the game assuming the story was dr like good dr wily evil
1: yeah i when i we played Man 2 for the first time whenever that was i remember going online and looking at the wiki and i saw the plot and it was like a whole page and i was like what on earth (laughs) like and they're just talking about these things and i'm like did i like Black out in the middle of playing the game and miss a cutscene or two, like did, what on did, earth did is you get happening? The, did you get the bootleg
0: where it was nothing but the gameplay? No, and <laughs> none of the cut
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's like what? Like, I, honestly, like the world could have just gaslit me into thinking that like <laughs> I, I was playing a different version of the game, and or like that I was in cape. I was not like worthy enough to see the cutscenes. But yeah, I, I read all these these story beats, and they're like drawing like like the kind of things that just the tiniest cutscene would have explained between like levels and stages. And I just, I had no idea what the hell was going on.
0: Well, also, so I, I, I since looked up the story to this game, definitely forgot it though. I had to look it up. But again, uh, we'll read to you directly from the Wikipedia, because again, I know many things about this game, like at the back of my hand, but I, I did not know the story whatsoever. Yeah. The other thing is I didn't realize, uh, the levels, uh, i'll tell you what they are um also wild um did not ever know as a kid playing through these levels that I had any idea that they were what apparently the
1: wiki says they are um, yeah I'm sure the story says and that. i did not refer to the wiki and i have a couple notes in our outline about what i think that they are maybe i can't remember i was kind of like taking notes as i was playing the game but I did not refer to the wiki in, uh, in doing that. And so (laughs) I could be way off with some of my guesses. I might want to guess before you explain to me what it is. Maybe that would be fun.
0: Okay. Yes. Let's do that. So, um, I can kind of get us going here um why don't we start cuz again like the mega man game you kind of get to choose uh what you know robot master you start with there is a suggested kind of order um not really suggested by the game um well suggested by the game in that you won't really be able to, to beat robot masters easily um but you know certain robot masters are weak against certain uh, you know different robot masters weapons and so the point of the game is to bounce around between the different robot masters using their weapons against each against each other um until you enter uh Dr. wiley stages.
1: Yes, exactly. And that's the general kind of formula that they established um with Mega Man 2, right? Like the yeah, stages you can like an initial set of stages you can play in any order, beat a boss, get their weapon, use against other bosses. When I found out that certain bosses were weak to certain things and not to others, I was like that's very cool. Why didn't anyone tell me I've been trying to beat so-and-so and and -and so-and-so with the mega blaster and God, I suck. (laughs) And Um, I mean, that's
0: kind of the hard mode and people do that. Um, And I've tried playing that way um but yeah it's it's also i think it's one of those bullshit uh, old school game ways to to keep you playing the game for longer than it should really be lasting yeah um that the game in no way signals you because at least in Mega Man 2 there are obvious things like uh heat man's probably weak to water which is true and you know wood man's probably weak to fire which is true um some don't make sense but the, some do and would you say any of the weaknesses in this game make sense no no
1: none of Not at all none of them (laughs) do well a little bit uh by by some of their names no like hard man is in a metal suit is he not i guess you you could presume that they all are because i would i was thinking like hard man's in this just like big heavy metal suit and so the magnet missile makes sense but I guess they're all in robot suits. (laughs) So the the, the magnet magnet missile should be the best weapon in the game.
0: It really should. Um, But speaking of magnet missile, you get it in Magnet Man stage.
1: Well, you want want to set the stage with the the
0: plot? Oh, goodness. You're right. I forgot. (laughs) I just want to jump right in again, because when I was playing this, I just didn't even think about the plot. So this is from the Wikipedia, Uh, I fully admit. Um, so, uh, Mega Man Three, which actually uh, most of the original Mega Man, I believe one through uh, ten, take place during the 21st century. They say 20XX. So, hey guys, at some point in you know the next 80 years, there's going to be some Mega Man. No, this happened yesterday. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, the world's a big. The world's a big place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the mad scientist Dr. Wily, having twice had plans for world domination dashed by Mega Man and Dr. Light. Claims to have reformed and begins work with Dr. Light on a project to build a peacekeeping robot named Gamma. Now, it's not stated, but it's definitely implied and kind of shown. Dr. Wiley is just released from prison. Doesn't seem to have a parole officer. Doesn't seem to be under house arrest. Tried to take over the world twice. They just kind of let him do what he wants.
1: It's kind of like if Hitler got away with it at the end of World War II and we were just like, hey, you're under house arrest. Don't start any more wars.
0: And he's like, hey, what if I work with another doctor to end all wars by building weapons?
1: And we're just like, you know what? Great idea. Let's allow you to do that. Love it. Yeah. Uh, so they work on a
0: peacekeeping robot called Gamma. Again, didn't know any of this as a kid. Saw When I saw Gamma at the end, didn't know what he was called. Just thought he was a big Wily bot. Uh, so the robot masters. So this game set of eight are in charge of a set of mining worlds. Were you aware that almost all of these levels take place in space? <laughs>
1: um,
0: I could have guessed. <laughs> well, I certainly wasn't. I assumed as a sm- like as a child that this took place on Earth. No, Mega Man Three takes place in fucking outer space. Uh, but so well, Mega Man. Th-
1: that's just your fault for thinking everything revolves around the Earth. I'm way too Earth-centric. Yeah. W- would
0: you say I'm a big-time Gaia-centrist? <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> I, sh- I sure would. Um, but Mega Man has called it into action, this time with his canine companion Rush, to retrieve the crystals from the sites. Uh, so presumably these are the crystals to power Gamma, if you can even follow that far. Throughout the mission, uh, Mega Man continuously counters and spars with Breakman, a masked foe who has abilities comparable to Mega Man's own. Uh, the Breakman plot really doesn't mean or add up to anything. Yeah. Um, so that's the plot. Anything to add about that? No. No. God, no. Um, so again, you can kind of jump in uh, with any Robot Master in any order, but again, there's kind of certain order that you should go in i remember as a kid always starting with top man or hard man uh i don't know why um but apparently magnet man is supposed to be the generally most started stage
1: that Uh, that is what i started with this time when i played it last time i started with hard man
0: yeah hard man
1: Um, but we'll start with magnet man so magnet man's level uh is
0: kind of made up of it's almost like an electromagnetic, uh, like recycling plant is what it looks like. Yeah. Um, So you start up on top um, and you kind of work your way. uh, You can see the skyline. You work your way over seemingly the top of this electromagnetic factory. Um, There are these fun little magnet bots that fly by and pick you up as you go along. Yeah. Um, That's kind of a cue that you will be seeing magnetic effects later. Uh, Also, the
1: cue was that the level is Magnet
0: Man. For those paying attention, yes. Um, or when I was a very little kid, uh, I thought Magnet Man, yes, I knew what a magnet was. But I also thought of him as U-Head Man because the magnet looks like a big U on his head.
1: Doesn't it say Magnet Man on the TV
0: screen? No, it does. And yeah. I, I knew what a magnet was. But as a little kid, I'm like, oh, it's old magnet or old u uh, Oh, U-Head, yeah. U-Head, yeah. Um, so you kind of go uh, underground, which is, you know, going into the factory uh, you can kind of see that it's a bit of a recycling plant. There are these conveyor belts. There are blocks of seemingly recycled metal. There
1: are these robots that kind of grab them and throw them
0: at you. Um, any other kind of set piece uh, standouts from this level?
1: No, I think, I think you hit it. The one thing I'll note about this, and this is the first time I played Magnet Man first, I, I think this is the easiest level in the game. I think I get why people start it um, first.
0: I yeah, I think as a kid, actually, that makes sense, because I think Hard Man stage isn't maybe the easiest, but it's the simplest looking. Yes. Um, And so I think as a kid, I was tricked into thinking that was the easiest.
1: Yeah, I I, I think I mean, they're pretty close, but I, I would say Magnet Man was to me like a degree easier than the rest.
0: I do really like the aesthetic, though. The sky when you're uh, yes. on top of the factory and all, the look of the factory below um, with kind of the blinking lights is really cool. The other thing I forgot about this level is that it has the traditional um, disappearing, reappearing block uh, puzzles. which Yeah. I um, and it has them over pits where magnets are trying to pull you. Yeah, uh, definitely
1: the- abused uh, save states there. I guess I'm, I actually didn't have... I mean, I was about to to say I didn't have trouble with them while I abused save states, so yeah, I guess I did. But that was more of a precaution. I'm I'm generally good at those, although I guess I do dislike them. But yeah, this, I aesthetically, the music is one of my favorite uh, themes in the game. Yes. one of one of the better stages and and i maybe i'm saying that because i didn't have that much trouble with it and the rest of the game kicked my ass because i'm a <laughs> stupid baby who shits in his diaper and plays games and loses because i'm bad yeah
0: basically yeah uh so you get to uh magnet man or old you head um, and he's actually he's probably the easiest boss, um, for sure. Yeah. He basically just jumps and fires magnets that like travel in very straight lines and are very easily dodged. Uh, yep. so he is weak to the spark shot, which you can get from Sparkman. Um, but he's also pretty easy with the Mega Buster. Pretty easy, yeah, yeah I, I would say. agree.
1: There, there's, there are enemies, they're really like the bosses kind of fall in two categories for me. Again, by preface by saying that I'm very bad at these games, but. You are either going to take a bunch of damage and you just got to unload the, you know, a weapon on the bad guy, or I can generally avoid all of their attacks, save for a couple like hitbox miscalculations and Magna man is in the latter category for me.
0: Yeah. The boss AI is very odd to me um, because you're exactly right. <laughs> bosses like magnet man, you can probably know hit if you really focus. Um, whereas other bosses are just, I, I have no idea how you would know. hit them. Yeah. I have no idea. Agreed. Um, so yeah, you get the magnet missile. Uh, this is probably the most functionally useful, probably like second functionally useful in like actual levels. Um, it you shoot
1: it out and it kind of magnetically attracts itself to different enemies.
0: Uh, the search killers.
1: snake, when used on the right enemies, is pretty effective too. I never
0: use the search snake.
1: Really. I barely did until this playthrough um well with that we'll jump
0: to Hardman because i don't respect your choices sure um so, so hard man to me stands out because again this level is probably the plainest i would say aesthetically. yeah
1: definitely my well no not my least favorite uh aesthetically because there's another one that is just a clusterfuck
0: well <laughs> well clusterfuck yeah but interesting i would say at least Hardman is very boring um, yeah it starts in this kind of outdoor uh they all kind of start in kind of either higher up or outdoor areas mm. and then you go either inside or like down into a facility but this one starts outside and you go into a, this facility you're in seemingly like a desert uh, mountainous area that uh for some reason like has very strange enemies like bees they're desert bees i guess
1: um, and not they, the weirdest they, enemy you come across in these minds No, mines.
0: I suppose not. <laughs> I suppose not. Um but as you're running along these giant bees drop bee eggs on you or bee honey These cones. enemies suck. They suck. They are so,
1: so they're they're like when Aaron mentioned before about I'm talking I'm not talking to you talking to the audience now I just realized uh Aaron when you mentioned before Yes please, go ahead. Uh about enemy placement being utter bullshit. Sometimes this is the epitome of that.
0: This is yeah, because it's a cluster of five bees and you're, you know, even if you're using a great weapon and you're a crack shot, you can probably pop off three of them. Um, But there's always like at least one or two stragglers that get you. I hate them. Yes. Um, So there are also these kind of like crocodile looking um, metal snappers um, that will try and grab you from these green panels on the ground. Um, we'll see these later inside the facility. Um, inside, you kind of go climb up a ladder, mm. and Hardman Stage is essentially a mixture of these, um, you know, panels that you have to slide that have the crocodile kind of teeth, um, and then just like platforming in these kind of dull-looking like caves. Really, is there anything else to note? No, no. that's it. They have the monkey enemies. Um, oh, we didn't do what is this actually? So,
1: uh, last level, really quickly, yeah. Magnet Man. What is it mm. actually? Wait, I think you actually said it and have already forgotten, which is kind of uh, summarizes my experience with Mega Man. So
0: it is an electromagnetically powered recycling
1: plant. Y- As yes. to whether
0: it's on an asteroid, I don't know, <laughs> but I assume it is based on all the other levels. Yeah. Um, so Hardman, we'll talk about him as a boss. Uh, you described him. He's a big old guy in a metal suit.
1: Yeah, and he does that classic uh, video game boss thing where you jump uh, they slam on the ground and try to and then freeze you. but it's not one of those classic things where you only get frozen when you are on the ground when they hit the ground. You get frozen no matter what
0: it's actually slightly disadvantageous to me in the air because you have less yeah. time to plant your jump before he shoots his fist <laughs> at you.
1: Yes. Um,
0: it's very strange because my instinct always makes me jump, um, Same. but you're not, you're at, it's actually, it makes more sense to stay on the grounds. Yeah. But uh, he is weak to the magnet missile, so if you're playing in this order, you're good. Um, I tried playing him with the Megabuster, and I, I, I as a kid I could do it. This time I got down to like literally one
1: tiny sliver of health, and it I, takes it, too long. It's hard. It's it too does. hard to avoid damage against yeah. him for me at least. I wanted to ask you, like those those like bulldozing bosses, like up here in this level, which makes sense because it's like a mine. But the others, why is this enemy like the only recurring enemy in the game?
0: So I think that's a function of the rush development uh, okay. because these enemies and several other enemies show up in multiple stages where they really don't make any sense. Yeah. Um, and I think they just didn't have time to design more enemies is, is my theory. Okay. Um, so that's, that's just my thought um so uh what do you think hard what is this
1: level what do you think? Well, this one i did this one you could tell is, is a mine it's
0: yes a, yeah. uh yeah it is an underground mine uh and you get the energy element
1: here of all the ones uh, this one seems like it's most likely on earth
0: yeah but again but it probably isn't who knows yeah well there's one that you would definitely assume would be on earth and it's absolutely not um so let's go to top man stage this one is uh just the design of it is very inexplicable to
1: me i don't i I was about to ask you like can you explain to me what this is do you want to know now yeah i I don't even have a guess
0: yeah because it it doesn't make sense to me really um it is a hydroponic asteroids solar generators
1: oh of course yeah so these are the solar generators
0: for an (laughs) asteroid that are apparently powered by, like, plants. And that's what all the plants
1: and the thorns are, I guess. Follow-up question, why are there giant robot cats? (sighs) Fat robot cats. mm, I do love those. I love that enemy.
0: I was thinking about that, and I think it's because this is the stage that's most closely, like, -like, garden-like. And cats are frequent, you know, uh, things you might find in a garden. Um, That's really the only idea I had. Um, what's also interesting to me is that, you know, the construction guys, they show up here, which is weird. Um, but the cats don't really show up anywhere else. Maybe only like one or two other spots.
1: It's a shame. Um, I, it's a good enemy. Not too great. difficult. Uh, we should describe yeah. them. They're like
0: giant mech cats. Uh, they take up kind of large blocks of, you know, a quarter of the screen almost. Um, and they throw yarn balls at you and then yeah. also launch fleas.
1: fleas. You, I love that.
0: Which are separate enemies and are great yeah um so this stage a lot of uh top themed enemies which also show up in random other stages um they just have tops just shooting out of their bellies <laughs> um and then there's just some platforming elements uh that have spike pits underneath them and this is where there's some real bullshit like kind of times you can't avoid uh, the game asks you frequently to make jumps, and then in midair will start spawning enemies uh, near the platform you're aiming for or before it. And basically what it's requiring of you is that you know that those are coming. So for someone that hasn't played the game before or hasn't played the game in a long, long, long <laughs> time, you're just fucked. And I, I hate that <laughs> because... Yeah. because I think a game should be beatable on your first attempt. I mean, would you agree? I would absolutely agree. Um, So this was extremely frustrating to me. I hate it. Um, Yeah. Anything else to add about this level?
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I don't love this level. Um, I like the cat enemies a lot. I like it aesthetically because even as a small
0: child, I knew what marijuana was and I'm like, is this a marijuana factory? (laughs) Like what's (laughs) happening? (laughs) uh top man also uh pretty easy uh, so he he has a top on his head which i think is fun and he spins around which is fun uh but basically all he does is fire like three diagonal tops in the air um, yeah. and all you really have to do is kind of jump away or if you're a pro gamer slide under as they're shooting past i am not pro no um he's weak to the hard knuckle um this can be a little tricky because you have to uh you can't hit him while he's spinning um, you yes. have to jump over him and you have to wait uh, until he's standing stationary. Yeah. Um but that's about it. Uh tell me about the top spin, the weapon you get from him. I hate this weapon. Do you Even like it? Do I, you
1: like it? I love it because it's secretly <laughs> the most powerful weapon in the game. I just I just couldn't get the like the timing or like figure out how to use it. I mean, you just you you launch yourself into people as a top and you spin and hit you them you
0: do but the weird part of the like programming i guess is that ev- as long as you're holding b and as long as you're making contact with the enemy like every second counts as a continuous hit so if you correctly hit someone with top man a uh, top spin and they're weak to it you can essentially one or two
1: shot them mm. um, oh. and that
0: in- and that includes literally the final boss of this game Um, And several bosses in Wiley Castle.
1: Oh, I did not. I didn't use the top. I I use it against Shadow Man and then never again. Tops. No, the top spin
0: is secretly the key to like beating the game easily. Oh, Um, which again, you find out as a small child.
1: Um, I wasn't a small child you were not um
0: let's talk about do you want to talk about shadow man stage a bit
1: yeah this was one of the ones that i guess maybe i had like a firmer grasp on what this could be um unless they just decided to have like orange colored water this seemed always seemed to me like to be like some sort of like factory that ha- that was kind of like using volcano like magma as like fuel or something like that would you well, say is is that you're, accurate
0: you're essentially 100 percent correct just add <laughs> add the qualifier on an asteroid
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay because I, I would have never guessed that no um yeah i mean again like it just there's a lot of um I mean, it's, it's very factory-like, almost like a almost like it looks like brick in the background sometimes. Um, and there's like a lot of waterfalls and things yeah. like that. Yeah, one like of the gold or yellowish gold-colored like platforms and such. Yeah, I like this well, level.
0: I do too. One of the gimmicks that makes this one fun and stand out is uh, again because it's Shadow Man. Uh, there are these kind of generators that either generate shadow or suck all the light out of the room. I don't know which, Mm -hmm. but uh, the level will kind of be moving past you and it'll look like kind of a starry sky um, and you won't be able to see anything. And you're, you kind of have to navigate uh, by, you know, feel um, or by, you know, whether you memorize the level or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you can see enemies running at you and you can kill them. um, But kind of only you, the enemies in the starry sky show up on the screen and it's kind of cool. Um they're frequently these like exploding grenade enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this again, really bullshit. Like you said, um, a lot of like uh pit traps, a um, lot of platforms you're just supposed to jump over, and a lot of enemies just randomly falling and hitting you and you dying. And mm. I hate it.
1: Yeah, I, I do not like enemy placement. I do like the aesthetic very much. Yes, yeah. Um,
0: Shadow Man, if you're not using the topspin, uh sucks yeah, uh, th- yeah. This playthrough You'd, or if you are and you're really bad you at are, using it. <laughs> uh yeah, this playthrough, I forgot the order, so I was like, oh, I'll just putz around and kind of clear up my own way. <clears> so I, I defeated four of the robot masters with the mega buster and then the other four with their weakness. I got to Shadow Man and tried about 10 times uh and was like, fuck this, I'm gonna come back with the weakness. <laughs> um, he is so very difficult, he jumps around a lot, kind of yeah. seemingly randomly, and throws shadow blades at you. Uh, and he can throw diagonally. Uh, yep. So basically in every way, he's difficult to avoid. Uh, if you have topspin, you just need to get close to him, jump when he jumps, press B and kind of bump into him. Kind of no matter what, you're going to take a lot of damage, which again, I don't know how a no hit run of this would look. Um, but you're, you're going to take damage no matter what. You kind of just have to hope that you hit topspin enough and in the right way uh, to kill him before he kills you. Yep. Uh, it sucks. Like it, it sucks, even with topspin.
1: Um, yeah, that's, I don't have anything to add.
0: Yeah, so you get the Shadow Blade, which is his little shuriken. Um, and it's kind of like the Metal Blade from Mega Man 2, which was definitely the most useful weapon in that game. Yeah. Um, except it kind of boomerangs back to you, which isn't really useful because you can't really get items. You can't like pull items over with it. Um, and then there's really not enough enemies that you need a boomerang effect um and it doesn't go super far so it, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the metal uh saw but it sucks
1: yeah so, yeah <laughs> the metal saw is great yeah i am just gonna get ahead of this now I, I was starting to think ahead as i started playing this game guessing where these levels are and what they are i have, have no clue what Sparkman, snake man gemini man needle man stages are no no clue at all um well we'll get there <laughs> <laughs>
0: So Sparkman also oh Sparkman might also be the um, it's it's an energy
1: plant uh, on an asteroid probably
0: well we'll get to it uh, no so this is this is the description from I believe the the manual because uh, it's on the wiki but it's in italics um, with Sparkman unplugged the just literally quote the generator end quote is freed and the po- again quote unquote power grid end quote is up and running that's it okay where's the generator where's the power grid none of this matters
1: (laughs) none of it matters
0: um so uh, at least sparkman's uh, stages that it kind of fits him would you say yeah it it does it does yeah it's it's an energy plant um again it has those like kind of toaster looking enemies that shoot sparks at you the this level has a lot of um platform it has some platforming that i think is really fun when yes uh done with bullshit enemies i do not hate
1: this level overall
0: No, it's kind of fun. So there are sometimes these little bucket-looking things over bottomless pits. And uh, they have up arrows on them. And if you jump on them, they'll shoot you upward. The entire ceiling is covered in spikes. So the idea is to platform jumping from bucket to bucket. And as they shoot you up, jumping off in time to not get hit by the spikes. Um, I think these are really fun when there are no enemies involved. What about you? (laughs) Yes, I echo that yeah um it's horrific yeah when there's enemies it's horrific and it's not fun uh and that again is the downfall of this game as a whole i would say is really bullshit enemy placements yeah um yeah i don't really there's nothing else really that stands out about this level yeah,
1: yeah. no i i don't have anything other, the only real note that i wouldn't add is that i just think the the design of spark is very cool some yeah. some, of the, some of the bosses I, I would say more of the bosses of mega man 2 have like an iconic Design that kind of lives in my mind, not not really the ones in this game, though I do think Sparkman is very cool. Well, also the Mega Man Two
0: enemies looked exactly how you would expect them to look. Like Heat Man is a lighter, a bu- Bubble Man is like a little scuba diver. <clears throat> Sparkman looks like something that could produce sparks. Why does Gemini Man look like a weird crystal creature? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I you know, don't like know. some of them don't fit. And I think those ones kind of stand out to me as being bad. Whereas Sparkman looks like a machine that produces sparks. Um, but that's just what I think. Um, so sparkman I think would be really easy uh if the level was like a flat plane, but they kind of make the boss arena you know all bumpy, um, which is again the only thing that makes him hard. He just kind of shoots a spark. Um, that kind of splits up into a bunch of different directions which is just like the toaster enemies you've seen before yeah um, and then he kind of jumps around if this were again on the ground normally he'd be very easy. Um, it's just again the arena that makes him difficult um, but he, he's weak to the saw blade or I'm sorry the shadow blade but um, you can throw a diagonal so that's kind of the trick to beating him
1: yeah yep. Let's get to um, the uh, the real mystery of the game, or one of the mysteries of the game.
0: Yeah, well, we have, yeah, Snake Man, um, which seems strange. Uh, I guess it makes sense in the context that they're all kind of going after these energy crystals. Like a snake could kind of like worm its way into like a- an asteroid Seems See, to me, at
1: this level reeks of, holy shit, everyone, we have to release this game in like three weeks and we don't have another stage somebody come up with a a stage fast and he's just snapping his fingers and like pointing at people say the first thing that comes to your mind they're like oh snake man all right good go go do it just do it now and so then that's what happened
0: what seems so odd though is this level completely makes sense with like snake man as a character whereas the other levels make sense i suppose if you've read the manual and or wiki to discover what those stages are but again top man has nothing to do with the stage if you think about it snake man at least there's a lot of fucking snakes everywhere like his that kind of true. makes sense um so yeah snake man would you like to hear what the what the um manual says it is if you say asteroid i
1: swear the abandoned mining asteroid are As you to, sure you're not, that's the that what another one of them says? Like no, so they, that is just, snake re- man. Is that not literally what three of the other ones are? Hold on, hold on, because we'll see it confirmed in a second.
0: <clears throat> the abandoned mining asteroid has been freed from Snake Man's coils, so it's <laughs> definitely Snake Man. Uh, um, can't argue with that. So yeah, this level uh, it's just full of snake things. Um, you start inside a big old snake facility that seemingly i don't know make snakes like what is this facility
1: <laughs> don't I mean, like what is it well, I, honestly i, I want to know more about what the sky area is that well yeah we'll get to that
0: um so yeah it's just a big old snake building where the level is made of snakes uh the platforms are big snake pipes and there are enemies that are just snake heads that shoot at you naturally also here, very strange enemy they're like these pole vaulters I I like
1: this enemy a lot.
0: I like this enemy a lot. I don't understand. Very cute. Snake man stage. No. So they kind of run at you with a pole vault. They bounce over you and then you can jump over them and kind of shoot them as they're running away, which is very cute. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so you you go through a bunch of snake rooms and then there are these areas where it's the snake head enemy, but just massive. And there's like a roiling snake pipe (laughs) (laughs) underneath. And like with the Mega Buster, I think you can use the magnet uh, missile to hit kill them really easily.
1: Yeah, that's but with what the
0: I used. yeah, but with the Mega Buster, if you can time jumping as the arc of the you know snake body pops up, you can you can hit. Um, but that's really annoying. Yep. Uh, and then the final phase, unless there's anything else you want to mention, no, no. Uh, no, 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 no. The final phase involves you climbing up several towers into a sky with clouds, and then entering the boss arena to fight Snake Man. Again, if this is an abandoned mining asteroid, why is there a sky with clouds? Um, unless, I guess, we're under a giant dome? I guess. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't uh, understand. Who knows? Uh, but Snake Man launches snakes at you. Sure does. Uh, and they, they, they do climb up the wall. Uh, so don't be next to the wall.
1: Um, but definitely jump over the snakes. Uh, and that's about it. I had no idea how to avoid getting hit constantly by this boss if i didn't have the if i didn't have the um what is it the uh needle needle. cannon no i did i didn't have the needle cannon oh yeah that would explain i had such a hard time with this boss (laughs) i think i used like everything i possibly could against this and it still took me some time
0: Yeah, he is not great uh, with the Mega Buster. Actually, the other thing I discovered playing through the game this time, looking into boss weaknesses, is that some bosses do have multiple weaknesses, but the factor of damage that they do is not equal. So some bosses are five times weak to say you know, their main weakness, but they can also be four times weak to a different non-weakness boss weapon, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I kind of guessed by just trying different weapons, but I never actually formally knew um but anyway so also again makes no sense i guess needles snakes are weak to needles i was going to use the needles against uh shadow man because i would think ninjas would be weak to like throwing needles right no uh but yeah so you get the the search snake which just launches little snakes kind of like snake man does yep anything else nope no um now we get into the truly
1: bizarre um would you like to
0: introduce this stage
1: uh gemini man is ah uh, colors Please.
0: it's a lot of colors it's a lot of colors a lot of colors uh
1: you start on this kind of like i don't know almost like looks like a little crystal like with the ground right and then you kind of get into this like multicolored bubble room as the
0: the wiki taught me
1: we're on an asteroid oh it's probably an asteroid like mining facility well it's not a mining
0: facility but the ice on the surface is either crystal or ice yeah Yeah. um but yeah what what else is going on here what (laughs) tell me about the enemies and if they make any sense at all um is there like a there's like a penguin there there's a big there's there's a lot of penguins actually that does make sense does it though? Um, it ki- They kind of looked almost oh, yeah, because it's... of because of how yeah. cartoony they look. They look like they belong in Batman Returns. Wouldn't you say that's fair? <laughs> yeah. Right? I would. like Especially like big... the
1: mechanical ones that yeah. like launch other ones at you. Yes. They have yeah.
0: massive Batman Returns energy. Um, and then there's these other enemies that I, I can't really explain what they're doing here. <laughs> Try. <laughs> there are yeah. like these eggs that when you shoot them, they spawn little tadpoles that swim through, like, the air and through anything yeah. to get to you. And they're everywhere. And there's no frog enemies. There's a water section later. But, again, there's no frog enemies. Mm-hmm. So why are these here?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Um, I never questioned it before. I didn't question I, it until we started doing this.
0: I guess I didn't. Um, yeah, I never really questioned the levels. but Except for this time. And realized... <laughs> Like what does this have to do with Gemini? Like again, Heatman stage in Mega Man 2 is like a giant like furnace structure. What about any of this suggests the idea of Gemini?
1: As someone who knows nothing about astrology, I don't know. You you would have to explain to me like the only thing I know about Gemini is like copies of things. That's it. Yes,
0: right. Which is seemingly what they were going for with the boss. Yeah. Um, So the, the wiki claims that this is um, let's see Uh, it is a science. It's a scientific laboratory on an asteroid on an asteroid, Um, which I guess they're looking into frog research. (laughs) I mean, honestly penguin and frog research, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, very, very bizarre, very strange. Colorful, though, as you noted, it has uh like flashing lights in the background. Yeah, which Mega Man Legacy collection has a big, long, like a very large photo sensitivity warning at the beginning about seizures. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised.
1: And then the later parts of the level, I mean, it's colorful, but it I really don't like it at all. It basically looks like you're trapped in a nightmare version of Bust Move.
0: yeah yes um this is also one of the levels where rush uh rush marine or rush jet is useful yes Um, rush is not really necessary in any of the main uh robot master levels he'll be necessary later though um gemini man actually a fairly easy boss fight he splits into two pretty easy characters because gemini um and kind of just jumps and goes around in a circle um, around you and if you have the search snake uh, pretty easy if you sh- shoot the search snake in the opposite direction he's running he'll often run into it so very easy yeah um,
1: <clears throat> anything else nope okay now we get to Needleman, which is this a pirate ship or something I,
0: I <laughs> Some always, mechanical
1: pirate ship I always
0: thought that as a kid and actually you're kind of right um, it's, oh, it's
1: probably an uh, underground
0: mining facility on no, <laughs> I mean, no it's a shipyard um, we don't know if it's an asteroid okay. or not, but it does look. I mean, there's a reason why it looks like pirate stuff. Which, as a kid, I always kind of imagined it was pirates. But no, it is. it's a shipyard. There are ships. Um, okay. So yeah. So g- tell us more about this shipyard themed level.
1: So I mean, the, the, it's not like the most like colorful or like super aesthetically interesting level. It's very samey, I guess, throughout. It's it's a pretty fast level though, compared to the others. I think I flew through this stage. It feels fast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's like yellows and greens <laughs> and like, there's a lot of um, like ropes hanging kind of like the, um, what do you call it on a, on a pirate ship? And that's yeah, kind like of like the, always... uh, the rigging or the riggings. Yeah. 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 Um, There are these fucking, Pain in the ass, like spiked, what hedgehog enemies or whatever yeah, they are. Which, I, I mean, hate those me things, man. It I just tanked sense. hits and just ran right past them.
0: Um, there clear. are also, also these like stationary cannonball enemies, and yeah. that's that also made me think it was a pirate ship. Um, when I was a kid, yep. Um, and then again, according to the wiki, um, you so after the pirate ship area, there's like a more like structured area with ladders and stuff. Uh, it says this is true on the wiki that you are arriving inside of one of Needle City's many factories. Not only does Needleman own all this, there is a Needle City. So I guess it's not a master. So
1: now I guess I know the answer to would you want to live in the world of this game? (sighs) I know you'd love to live in Needle City. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Um, But yeah, so basically you're going underground. Um, The other notable gameplay element is these extendable uh, pink spikes. Uh, Mm -hmm. that you're supposed to slide kind of through and uh, kind of in between. Um, When there's one at a time um, and you're sliding through them, I'm fine. When there's multiple going at once and you have to know when to stop and wait, uh, they just hit me every time. I don't know what it is.
1: Uh, See, I actually, I I oddly had no problem with this, even though I'm bad at this game.
0: Well, uh, so then we get to Needleman. Um, So Needleman, also kind of easy. Um, He just kind of like jumps at you and shoots his needle at you. Um, The only thing is he's weak to the Gemini laser um, and the Gemini laser kind of can suck. So the Gemini laser works by shooting and bouncing off every wall until it hits the enemy, but it kind of has to calculate how it's going to do that. Um, So if you kind of miss uh, the Gemini laser, could be bouncing off the wall for way too long and you're, you can't fire another one until it goes away. Um, so it kind of leaves you sitting duck. So whenever I use it or a boss is weak to it, I just try to stand next to them. And again, mm-hmm. same thing. Same thing. War of attrition. I just see if I can kill them before they kill me. Um, not great strategy, but yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So what's different about this game and kind of what sets it apart? Um, is that Mega Man 2, I believe, jumped into Wily stages immediately after beating the Robot Masters. Yes. Um, Every game kind of does something a little bit different, um, but it's kind of the same formula generally. But what this game does is has you revisit four stages that you had previously been to, um, but they're recontextualized or certain um, kind of gameplay elements have been turned up or slightly changed.
1: Should we try to fly through these yes. rather than yes. go? I yes. mean, because I honestly only was really ready to talk about the the purpose of these. Yeah. Which Let's... is to be a Mega Man 2 callback.
0: Yes. So um, we can fly through these. Um, so there's Sparkman stage um, and it's basically it's very similar. Um, there's more like spike traps, things like that. Um, With each of these stages, these revisits, as you alluded to, um, there are two boss fights um, and they are both with Mega Man 2 bosses. Yes. So there'll be like a mid boss um, and then there'll be an end stage boss. Um, So the Sparkman one, um, they also kind of pair them in a somewhat logical way. So uh, Metal Man is the first one you fight and it kind of introduces these fights by showing a sprite of the original Mega Man 2 character kind of descending into... Just this generic, like, Galoof robot guy, mm-hmm. right? And then that Galoof kind of has uh, the Mega Man 2 character's uh, AI and ability. Also, playing through these made me realize that the Mega Man 2 boss AI is at least, if not much simpler, definitely simpler than the Mega Man 3 boss AI.
1: Definitely. It's, yeah. it's less erratic.
0: It is. Um, so you fight Metal Man. Also, they have different weaknesses, of course, because, you know, these are different boss weapons. I always look these up i never uh,
1: i didn't even look them up this time i just launched everything i had.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um so oftentimes these guys have two weaknesses which is also nice because you may be running low uh, on energy for certain weapons um so then at the end is quick man um same thing uh yeah same idea uh, he's the guy with um with the boomerangs um so yeah he's pretty easy to kill uh, yep. next is the Shadow Man stage. Uh, same again, same idea. Just basically more darkness areas, more uh, more pits, things like that. Anything else you remember about the revisit?
1: Nope. This yeah. is the most logical pairing of Woodman and Heatman.
0: Yes, Woodman and Heatman. Again, their AI is pretty simple. Again, they have multiple weaknesses um gemini man or gemini man stage you return to this time it has more water um also uh this hate time, this i
1: hate this so much
0: i hate it too i have learned that taking rush jet is a better option than taking rush marine through the water oh, okay also um these levels maybe not necessarily these ones as much so as the wily ones you're gonna start needing rush for
1: these um, yes you before, absolutely need them like yeah. they're they they put enemies in places where you literally could not Kill them unless, or, or you couldn't like avoid them without it, yes. or just to get from place to place. And they also, these levels also do make you utilize the weapons you've picked up more strategically. Yeah. Like a good example of this, and I'll just go back to, I think it's the, the Sparkman stage, or maybe it's the Needleman. I can't remember, but there's like a ladder, you, and there's an enemy on the ladder, and it will knock you off every time, and you need to like use a weapon that can kill this enemy above you on the ladder, or else yes. you're not, or or fly up there, I suppose. Um, things like that. Um,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then we have Gemini Man's is Flash yeah. Man, which makes sense because of the bright colors and Bubble Man because of the water. Finally, Needle Man's stage. This one I like the most because uh, they reco- recontextualize it by making it nighttime and making it much more vertical. Um, yes. Which I think is cool. This one stands out to me. The others are fine, um, but of the revisits, this one stands out to me uh, as being the best yeah Air, Airman is here who sucks as a boss fight yeah um, not because of the ai just because of the true bullshit like random uh randomness of it he spits out tornadoes and you kind of have to dodge them to hit him um the tornado pattern is randomized um and if you get bad patterns especially multiple ones in a row that you just can't really dodge mm-hmm. uh, i hate it it sucks yep um and then Crashman, who's a little bit erratic but not you know it's not the end of the world not, not too bad um, after those four in the middle, shows up an icon for Breakman. Um, and we have one final fight with Breakman. Yep. We should note that we've been fighting Breakman here and there in the middle, like kind of midway between levels. Um,
1: and he always tele- teleports away. Yeah. Um, and we fight him in the most boring aesthetic of the game in Hard Man's t- t- uh, the Yeah. Mines.
0: And he just kind of like jumps up and down and shoots three times, and you can yeah. easily go under him. And it's not a very challenging fight. Not um, at all. Yeah. So, uh finally we get to Wily Castle. This is the point in the wiki where it said, "Now, Dr. Wily's evil has been revealed." And I just always assumed that everyone knew he was evil from the beginning. <laughs> um but these Wily stages, uh these are much easier than the uh Wily stages in Mega Man 2. That
1: is much easier.
0: Absolutely true. Um and they're they're basically all aesthetically of a piece. They just all have this dark sewer like, you know, metal industrial kind of
1: yeah the feel right. I guess the initial feels is like you're infiltrating the castle. you're gonna start outside yes. and then get in. And I don't know if we need to go too much into like no because I mean, again,
0: they're all they have different kind of elements, but they're all kind of as of of a piece. I also think that these stages have some of the most successful platforming. yes, um because there's
1: a lot of platforming that's very tricky, but that's free of enemies. I almost wonder if they designed this first.
0: Yeah, it's 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 very well designed in a lot of ways. Also too, there's a lot of alternate paths that require using different powers. Um, so there's like certain hard walls that you can only burst through with like, say hard man's knuckle. Um, and again, a lot of required use of like rush coil, rush jet, things like that. Um, I think these are actually some of the most creative and like quote unquote fun to play levels, um, but they're not very long, so um the boss in the first wily stage is the Goro maker that's the turtle one do you remember this one yeah yeah tell it's, us about it it's
1: fine <laughs> um well i mean you're talking about like the like the crane thing that um the uh the so you're in the room
0: and there are jets of water shooting out um, yeah and then the robot will occasionally spit out a turtle yeah yeah. Um every time I replay this game, I always go to get to this enemy and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this this is so easy." Um, forgetting every time that the turtles get faster and faster until the last turtle is like a blur on the screen.
1: I well, yeah, I I didn't have too much trouble with it. Save states, you know. Hit hit him a couple times, save state, hit him a couple, a couple more times. It's <laughs> a good point. I could
0: just I just rewind every time I got hit and just yeah. that way. That's way better. Um the boss in stage 2 is the yellow devil. A classic. Uh, which- classic he was in mega man one he shows up um in many mega man games
1: always liked this like general design like the general way like the, the, the fight itself like it's yeah it's fun. tell us tell us about it yeah so the general layout of this boss is that it appears in pieces and you have to jump over those pieces so like just you know before you can actually do any damage it is a platforming challenge essentially yeah, uh, and then the boss will be fully put together in its full form, and it will attack you. And then its eye will be vulnerable, and you can shoot it. And then it will then do the same thing; it'll break apart into pieces and go te- essentially teleport in sm- short, you know, in small pieces to the other side of the stage.
0: Well, and two, the idea aesthetically is that it's made up of, like, goop, but that wouldn't be really made clear until the graphics in Mega Man got better. (laughs) Um, It looks like, yeah, like it looks like a bunch of yellow flying blocks across the screen.
1: Yes, and Um, it's like, it's meant to look like this, like, strong, like, creature, though it arguably looks like it has tits.
0: It looks very silly. (laughs) Um, Its weakness is the hard knuckle, um, and it's I always try and use the hard knuckle against it because this boss is hard not because of its attack because the attack is actually very Very small
1: small attack window. Yeah,
0: very small attack. Well, it has a very small attack window to hit, and its attack is just it kind of pew 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 three times. Um, but the the true struggle is the platforming when it flies apart. So I always want to end this as soon as possible. Yeah, the timing you can you can squeeze like two maybe three hits in um every time uh but it's very frustrating to either miss or only get
1: one yeah hit. i'd rather just yeah I, I did the same thing i'd rather just kind of line up that hard knuckle shot and be done with it yeah yeah
0: um the next stage has a boss that i genuinely know nothing about because when i was a little kid me and my brothers figured out the trick that it can be beaten in one hit so i really don't know what it's like to fight this boss i but what how, what do you what do you mean it's the holograph Mega Man's right. So uh, if you hit the holograph, me- the like correct Mega Man with the topspin once, uh, it one hits it. it one-hits <laughs> oh man, of I'm course. telling you that the, the to- this is the beginning of where the topspin just
1: will one hit everything. All um, right, well, uh, I guess I did it all wrong. Yeah, you
0: actually did.
1: <laughs> um, so the the last
0: stage is a classic. You fight the eight robot masters again. Yeah. Um you have all the weapons to use their weakness. What's interesting again looking at the um kind of chart I looked at this time because normally I'll just look up one to one like Gemini man equals weak to whatever. Um this time I looked at the different f- factors of damage. Um several bosses are four times weak to their own weapon, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, thank goodness our- for that.
0: Thank goodness. Um so we get to Wily. Um which two- is
1: not what? I'm sorry. Sorry, go ahead. What oh, was What did you say? Well, it's two Wily. Well, technically, oh, kind of yeah. four Wily fights. So, I think that for a game that is as difficult as this is, the end of the game is not too bad, or like this no. this fight is not bad. No. The or like the the gamma fight.
0: No. So the first fights, you uh, Wily's in this kind of like spider machine, I guess, but it only has a couple legs. Um and you okay, so the pro strat is uh you wanna shoot the like the underside of it until that breaks. Then you wanna get into rush jet. Uh, because uh the wily at the top, the little bubble, um, it doesn't have invincibility frames. Yes. Um, so you can just fire at it ad nauseum and it will continue to get hurt.
1: And also I don't know if like the arcs that Wily shoots things at you with his machine can hit you if you're just
0: it cannot, if you're far enough to the right or left.
1: Yeah, and you just hang out in the top left of the screen and just pew, pew, pew while floating. Yes. Um. So that is pretty easy, but guess what, guys? That's not the real Dr. Wily. No, he's got a springy no, fake head.
0: He's got a springy fake head. <laughs> um, the final boss, again, I didn't know that this was Gamma, that this was apparently the peacekeeping robot that Dr. Wily and Dr. Light have been building this whole time. Uh, but it is. Um, so you want to shoot him in the head. Uh, I always use Shadow Blade because you can shoot in eight directions. So you yep. can just stand under it and shoot it. Um, and then Dr. Wiley pops out again. Mm. Um, here's the thing. Uh, there's some platforms that you can jump up to jump up and hit him. Uh, the topspin will one-shot him really so if you can if you can get up there and just top spin boom I, final boss
1: i yeah. got up and i so i used like hard knuckle and then i think i this is where i actually used the snake thing it was like i just jump right up and i dropped some snakes on his head and killed him in like seven seconds
0: that i mean that makes sense too but no top spin one
1: <laughs> all right um, so that
0: was I mean, that was Mega yeah, Man. 3. That's it.
1: That's all it is.
0: Uh I guess continuing story beats. Um, what's kind of interesting is so Mega Man and Dr. wily are seemingly crushed as his castle explodes. Proto man saves Mega Man. Uh, Mega Man wakes up at Dr. Light's lab and Dr. Light's like, Hey, Proto Man rescued you. Um, and then we get to see like a shot of Proto Man outside. Um, and Mega Man just kind of walks, and it shows all the Robot Masters from Mega Man One th- through on. So this game kind of is the culmination of one, two, and three, and uh, especially because the Robot Masters from two show up in the repeat stages. As a kid, I thought that was really cool, and I thought it was like intended to cap off like the trilogy Mega Man One, Two, and Three. Um, but <laughs> there, it's not because there's so many more Mega Man games. Yeah, um, but that's the end of the story. Um, so why don't we move on to our thoughts?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I shared a bunch of mine before. Um, what works, I think, is a shorter list for me. And that's not to say that I think this is a bad game. I just don't think Mega Man works for me overall. I think the music is always great and the graphics are great. And I, I think I want to like, of all like the series that I that I just don't play, a lot of like Pokemon for instance I think I want to like Mega Man the most but I just I, I don't know what it I, there's there's something very like very it, there's it's, it's a simplicity to it and it's very appealing and I love I love the I love the music and like I said and it, you know I I just it's just not it's eluded me it, it's eluded my um the desire to play I guess I just I just don't I can't it doesn't do it for me unfortunately I think like what doesn't work for me is that I mean well if if we're gonna get into like really tiny details I mean this is a longer game than Mega Man 2 I wish it was kind of closer to Mega Man 2 length um it's probably took me like an extra hour to beat this and it would have taken me to beat Mega Man 2 which isn't a lot of time but you know um it feels like it's a more like wide open game with like sparser details at times. And I don't I don't always think that's a bad thing because sometimes it's like, you know, atmospheric, as atmospheric as like you can get for the for the NES. But I don't know. For some reason, Mega Man two, and maybe I just maybe I'm misremembering, but Mega Man two just felt a little more like compact and tight and well laid out, still difficult. Um but even Mega Man Two, and, I, and I'm 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 making these criti- criticisms of Mega Man Three, and like I think a lot of them apply to Mega Man Two, or at least the fact that like Mega Man Two, I'm not saying it's like one of my favorite games. I, I I put it in the same category as Mega Mega Man Three is. It's just somewhat inaccessible to me, though I have played Mega Man Two more. Um, I guess you know if if there's sometimes like a recycling of a, of the of the Mega Man formula, and if that works for you that's great. It doesn't, it just doesn't click with me. And I don't, I don't know. I don't want to belabor it. It's, it's just one of those things where it's just not a series that's ever fully clicked with me, but I'm glad that we went through this because I think this is an important game to talk about an important series to talk about.
0: I agree. Um, So for me, what works uh, is probably going to be a little bit more than your list, but Mm -hmm. actually probably not by much uh, considering this most recent replay. Uh, Again, I love the aesthetic. Uh, I think, as you said, for the NES, I think they really pushed what they were able to do graphically. Um, The colors really pop. And two, there's not actually that much uh, screen tearing. So screen tearing takes place on NES games when there's just so many things on the screen that the the processor kind of can't keep up with it. Um, And so it'll like slow you down and things like that. Um, But in this game, for how it looks, there's really none of that. Um, There's very little, which is impressive. Um, I think when it sings, and I think this speaks to your criticism in general, I think when the Mega Man formula sings, when the jumping and shooting works really well, and you get into a flow state, and the enemy placement is great to let you plan and consider, I think when all of those things are happening at once, um, these Mega Man as a series, Mega Man like games, yeah, feel great. They feel great. Um, When you are getting bullshit enemy placement, when you're getting knocked into pits, when you have to pause the game every time you wanna to switch to a different weapon. I just don't really use the boss weapons outside of needing to all the time Same. necessarily, because it's just so slow. Yep. Um, so there's just a lot of clunky you know, ease of life-ish things I would like changed. Also what doesn't work is the game as stated was unfinished and you can kind of tell with some of the levels, these are some of the shortest samey looking Wily levels i played, <laughs> and I' yeah. played all the Mega Man games since um and hard man stage looks like it's just a ton of copy paste um in some ways, you can tell that it was unfinished, and in some ways, I think weird ways you can tell it's unfinished, like we've talked about it, Gemini Man stage. I don't think it's anything I do with anything to do with the idea of Gemini. Yeah. I think it was just a stage someone had built and they're like, that's so
1: cool. It's it's like a, they took a bunch of ideas and like crammed them all together. Yeah. Or like
0: top man stage. I think they're like, this looks cool. I guess put top man here and then struggle to find the well, like, even why snake would man there?
1: seems like a mixture of two different like aesthetics that doesn't. Yes. I don't know. I don't get it.
0: Yes. Um, and again, the things we've been talking about don't work. Crazy bullshit enemy placement um we've talked about this before any old school jrpg that gets re-released it's mandatory at least in my mind auto battle one two you have to be able to turn up the speed yes like those two things yes yes yes. in old games like this uh safe states mandatory i'm increasingly especially after playing the switch online rewind mandatory yep agree um because again what doesn't work is the bullshit where like sorry i guess you should have just known the level layout like, sorry, first-time player or returning player who hasn't played a long yeah. time.
1: Sorry, 33-year-old guy yeah, with, with gosh. other things to do.
0: Sorry, you should have just known that that was there. Um, so I think playing this game, Rewind, is what made it very bearable to me mm-hmm. um, and my nostalgia for it. But I think as a game today, if I were recommending Mega Man games, I I would not recommend this first. This this would be a recommendation, but it would be way further down the list. Mm-hmm. Um, have you played Mega Man 11?
1: No. I think the Mega last Man, one I played was 9.
0: Okay, Megan... 9 was hard. Uh met Nine, 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 and 10 I've dabbled in, but I've never owned. Um, Mega Man 11 uh, alleviates a lot of these issues, generally okay. with the series. Um, That's good. So, if you would ever jump back in, I would jump back in with 11.
1: Again, uh, like, I, I am sometimes tempted to. And it's one of those things, like, there's a draw that this has, like, or I, but it's purely, like, I want to like this, well, but I and just t- haven't... I haven't... But what,
0: what Eleven does that I think you might like is that the one thing it adds to the formula is that you can by pressing L or R, one of them turns on a uh, like speed boost where everything else slows down. So like Mega Man is faster, mm-hmm. so everything in the world slows down for like five seconds or you can switch to a power mode where all of your hits do like way more damage, oh. um, which kind of, you know, it toys with the platforming, it toys with enemies, like certain enemies will spin very fast. And so you have to use the speed boost and mm-hmm. shoot very carefully to hit them in weak spots. Like it actually plays, uh, plays with the formula uh, and eliminates the bullshit in ways that I think are That's worth good exploring. So, um, yeah, anything else uh, nope. to say about wor- what works or what doesn't? Yeah, nope. Um, again, the, the, just the general cartoony art style, of the characters I really like. Um, I kind of don't care for Mega Man X, especially the later entries where they get increasingly like spiky and Nomura-like. Yeah. Um, the, the boss c- characters, um, they're still very bubbly and Saturday morning cartoonish here.
1: Yes, I prefer that. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, casting a movie version of this game which, honestly, I'm a bit surprised
0: hasn't happened in some capacity. I think even...
1: Netflix is doing it. I, I, think, was I trust... think they're trying to do live yes. action. That I think I was... live action is the wrong way to go.
0: Wrong way to go. But I was just going to say it seems like something
1: Netflix would pick up. So I could not, for the life of me, picture this in live action, except Jim Carrey as Dr. Wild. <laughs> Ooh, yes. I love that. I basically just want him to do Robotnik again
0: yeah i i love that um i would go for mega man though because the tent the temptation is to go for a very young actor i went with a young ish actor who can play young um freddie highmore
1: i think he has the look that he's he's and... on my short list Ooh, <laughs> yeah. okay
0: okay go on
1: well so so at first i was like i'm not doing this because i want a young mega man I, I like the idea of a kid like to me the ideal mega man is animated yeah. and it's voiced by a child actor like think like ang and avatar Yes, that type, and so so Freddie Highmore. I have Tom Holland written down because I always have Tom Holland written down, which (laughs) which means that I don't know any fucking young actors anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then I had um. Oh my God. I actually I wrote the kid for who plays Stan, not Stanley from It. Um. He's in Shazam. I can't even remember his name anymore. He's the one uh, with the mom who has Munchausen by Proxy. Kevin Bacon. no but i i remember it, that it part one I yeah that yeah, that, yeah, that kid that kid i like okay, him a lot okay. i think he's funny and and uh in shazam and such um and then i i'm i'm if you're gonna go live action there's only really one thing you can do for casting all of the bosses and that's to dip into the well the wealth oh. of w uh the wb network Late nineties, early two thousands TV actors like the great Barry Watson, um, the great Joshua Jackson and James Vanderbeek, uh oh. Gregory Smith.
0: Oh, you're just you're you're pulling on all the classics. <laughs> I didn't know we were casting down to the robot masters. I did Mega Man roll Dr. Light and Wiley.
1: I mean, I, I cast down to the robots because you know, when inspiration hits, you gotta you yeah, have to please. run with it please give me give no me- i didn't i didn't go i i didn't do each one of them individually i gotcha. just i just I wrote like, down jesus james i think this might have started as me just trying to remember how many a- actors i could think of from memory from like those like those WB era shows like yeah. seventh heaven and, and felicity. felicity and dawson's yeah. creek um yeah and you know i have Jim Carrey's Dr. Wiley, though I think uh, a completely, utterly like goofy, unhinged Willem Dafoe. Not like nightmarish Willem Dafoe, but like Willem Dafoe, where they're like, hey, this is a this movie's rated G. Just go.
0: Yeah. So I let's start with Dr. Wiley for me. I cast perhaps the, the most G-rated of Willem Dafoe's, Martin Short. <laughs> 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 would you say yeah. Martin Short is the G-rated version of Willem yeah, Dafoe? he would be great,
1: though. He would right? be a great, Dr. Wilde. He would
0: be having so much fun. Yeah. Um, so as I said, I cast Freddie Highmore uh, as uh, uh, Mega Man. Um, and because if, we're, if this is a movie we're going to need uh, you know, a comedic side character. Roll has essentially nothing to do in the Mega Man games for the mm-hmm. most part. She's like the shop in some games. Um, I made a Rebel Wilson. Let's get Roll to be Rebel Wilson. And like, fu- are you kidding me? No. I am Rebel, Rebel Wilson. Too. What? Well then we were on the same wavelength. Um, and then for uh, Dr. Light I had, you could go
1: one of two ways. You could do Donald,
0: Donald Sutherland oh or um, James Cromwell.
1: Oh, that's nice. I didn't do Doctor Light. I did Proto Man, though. I, oh, I geez. Well, I've said whatever, whichever one of Freddie Highmore, Tom Holland, or that other kid you don't use. Just <laughs> have them be leftover guy. Can just be Proto Man. Fair enough. I can't believe you had Rebel Wilson. That's so funny. Because like, because I and it wasn't even I wasn't thinking like comedy. I was just thinking someone who could just like play like do like something silly. Like, I don't know. Like I just, I pictured like her in she's like got this new movie coming out where she's like plays someone who goes into a coma and when she's in high school and then she has to go back to high school, which is just a ridiculous idea for a movie, but like she's going to commit a hundred percent. And I'm like, she'd commit a hundred percent to, (laughs) to the role of role. (laughs) Well, and that's the
0: thing. Like I, like to me, the Mega Man games, the early ones, like they have the aesthetic of a Saturday morning cartoon. And that's kind of what I was thinking. And I was like, Freddie Highmore can be like a genera brave guy, cartoon guy. And then Rebel Wilson would have so much fun and like love being like a bigger than life, like comedic role. And and then you get James Cromwell or Donald Sutherland for like the gravitas. And then you got just a coked out Martin Short cackling from The Wiley.
1: Speaking of coked out Martin Short, have you seen Inherent Vice where he literally does coke like I his character not. does coke
0: <laughs> i have not no i want to see it though it's fun um, also have you seen um the, Unbar- the unbearable weight of unspeakable talent or whatever that movie is called
1: uh the nick cage one no not yes. yet not yet i i i very much want to
0: but do you think that that movie exists in this world and if so or not would we want to live in it <laughs> <laughs> the mega man 3 world that is
1: um Sorry, I'm still, I can't get over, like, we are with the weird wavelength that we are on where we got Rebel Wilson together. <laughs> and Freddie Highmore was in the mix. Freddie, I, I for some reason, that doesn't shock me as much as there's only so many, like, young boy actors, and he's not even that young anymore. But, yeah. I, I just think that it's
0: incredible that um I think we can agree that <laughs> Martin Short is the G-rated
1: Willem Dafoe. I, yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I gotta i have a friend i need to text that exact thing to. i gotta tell her that she's gonna get a kick out of it i think um uh, what i want to live in the world I, I don't know enough about it and even that's even that's even having now read the wiki or like heard you explain the plot i i'm gonna say no
0: Yeah, no, because also, especially when you get into the Mega Man X game, or (laughs) the Mega Man X games, where he's (laughs) snowboarding, when you get into those games, humans are like almost never seen on screen, but referenced, and it seems like every Mega Man X game, there's some like genocide level event that will wipe out humans, so no, it just seems
1: terrible. I would also Um, imagine that if you lived in this world, you have basically two options of where to live, and both of them are... Asteroid colonies. <laughs>
0: there, it's a lot of asteroids.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, sh- go ahead. I was going to go to fan fiction corner, unless you've got uh, no, nothing no, else. Just, I was thinking about asteroids. going on. And my my comments on fan fiction corner are, I limited myself to fan to Mega Man three, and I found like three novelizations, and they were all very boring. Okay. Well, did, I, I did you find something more interesting? I, I, I almost dipped into like crossover territory that went beyond the scope of Mega Man 3, but almost all of them dipped into Mega Man X, and I didn't even yes. want to go down that road. Yes. Which says a so, lot about Mega Man X. Very interesting game, you know. So I don't know. We'll we'll do that one at some point.
0: Yes. So I found one that I suppose is a crossover, mm. and I think it's supposed to be taking place within let's say the st- Setup of Mega Man 3 because it begins with a similar setup and Proto-Man is featured. So let's let's get into it. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, it's called Mega Man 3 by author Mohammed Rostopopoulos. That's the username. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, and then that's his name, <laughs> Mohammed rastapopoulos <laughs> It's great oh, I love it. Um, so it's two chapters, it is unfinished, um, you know, not surprisingly. Um, So it begins with a breakdown of characters on Mega Man's side, and then characters on Dr. Wily's side. And you'll quickly see what we kind of have here, right? Yeah. Um, Nick Fury, Mega Man. First of all, Nick Fury is listed before Mega Man. Let's just notice that. Of course. Darcy Roll, which I don't know if Darcy is Darcy Roll's first name. I have no idea um darcy rolls, supergirl wolverine so we've already got marvel and dc shadow cat rogue professor x yada 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 cyborg captain america batman black canary robin etc who might you think is on dr wiley's side
1: i honestly don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, <Did it's>,
1: <laughs> I, sorry it's, go ahead
0: it's all the here's the thing what's that's very strange it's all of the, the doctors, or it's all of the uh, enemies from Mega Man 2, so uh, Quick Man, Crash Man, Woodman, mm-hmm. all the enemies from Mega Man 3, so Top Man, Snake Man, etc. Then Dr. Wily, who is listed first, Proto Man, Callisto, Deadpool, <laughs> Woman, Lex Luthor, parentheses, secretly,
1: <laughs>
0: Mercy Graves, parentheses, secretly. Um, and then of course, you know, you got here. So this is a real Marvel DC clash, but also with Mega Man involved. So here's the thing, in bold, Mega Man 3, the rise and fall of Dr. Wily, 6th May, 2063. So we, we're giving a definite date, over three years after Wily's punishment in the end of Mega Man 2. All right, so uh, the story opens with um, Wily and Lex Luthor building these robots. Then here's, here's what it becomes. Um, It becomes just a list of who beats who with absolutely no description. So I'll read them. Okay. So after the, this is after the initial setup. Okay. Batman and Robin defeat shadow man, black widow and Hawkeye defeat spark man, Jean gray slash Phoenix and rogue defeat Gemini man, captain America defeats needle man. However, even though those robot masters are defeated, there are still eight more. The robot masters whose superheroes were previously confronted Metal Man, Air Man, Heat Man, Flash Man, Bubble Man, Wood Man, Crash Man, and Quick Man. Now the battle continues. semicolon. War Machine beats Bubble Man, <laughs> Cyborg, <Cyber-oriented display, laughs> and on and on and on it goes. That's it. That's that's it. It's just matchups and and who wins. That's the story. I mean, I mean, Mega Man. There isn't a whole lot to Mega Man. You just fight bosses but in theme I, stages and you like, beat them. Like, okay, like the sentence. Mega Man and Captain America defeat Deadpool
1: sounds incredible, right? Yes. Why is there
0: not an entire three page expansion on that?
1: I mean, Marvel versus Capcom. (sighs)
0: Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, Okay, but like my point is if you're going to write this fan fiction where you have these amazing crossover battles, like write them out. Don't just list them. I don't want to hear about how Black Canary and Hawkeye
1: defeat Woodman in one sentence it's true you know i, wa- I want to actually want a movie version of it
0: yeah i don't i don't want to hear about how wolverine de- well wolverine defeats lady Deathstrike seems pretty obvious but well yeah um war machine is pulling double duty because he defeats both green goblin and doc ock interesting supergirl and black canary defeat magneto interesting hmm. all right well that's enough of me falling down this uh this road. <laughs> um So should fan fiction exist though for Mega Man?
1: Yes, but I don't know what I would, what it, what mine would be. Like, what do I, what do I want? I mean, before I knew that a plot existed for these games, like a real one, I would have said, I want to know the plot to these games. Uh, (laughs) That's not really fan fiction though. So, you know what? I would love to know. I want to know like about the economy of this world. I want to know how much it costs to build these facilities on these asteroids and uh, how how that's done. I would really love,
0: um, you know, like a uh, an epistolary book, so like Dracula. That, yeah. You know, okay, I would love an epistolary uh, novel that was Roll's diary, <clears throat> um, and <laughs> we get we get the series from Mega Man one through eleven. As entries in Roll's diary, intermixed with Roll's inner struggles of being a robot yet understanding what it means to love. Hmm. That's what I would like. Also, she has. <laughs> also, I think she's in love with Proto Man, but it's shunned because they're brother and sister, even though they're just robots. And she really—that's—that's that's
1: a big theme. Ooh, then you can get into like the morals behind that. Like, should robot should should robot incest not count as incest?
0: Or is is all robot? incest incest because they're all robots but <laughs> but then i guess it's not incest when two unrelated humans have sex. i think you
1: just broke my brain yeah yeah um
0: yeah so that would be my fan fiction
1: and uh and
0: yeah is that's about it for me
1: that's uh, that's it that's yeah it we're done we're done here
0: we're done Un- unless you want to tell me what you've been up to. well
1: yeah i mean that wasn't my like we're done here and then i'm gonna like cut Smash cut I thought I thought you just it. meant
0: recording this podcast in general.
1: Oh so. yeah, we're, we're taking a step away for to focus on other projects. Aaron has his solo project on robot incest.
0: That um, and I'm also doing a comprehensive screen by screen podcast of each Mega Man Robot Master.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um maybe one day we should just do a uh, Goosebumps. If that, there, that would, that would, so you have to read one each week into well, a weekly episode I
0: thought you were going to say do a Goosebumps game and or the Goosebumps movie because there are point and click Goosebumps games and of course we could do the Goosebumps
1: movie. We so I, I actually I'll just bake the pitch to you on air, please. I would like to do one of the TV episodes <gasps> for yes. this rather than the Jack Black nonsense.
0: Well, first of all, I love that movie, but I agree with you. A TV <laughs> episode would be great.
1: I, I actually don't dislike Jack Black, but sometimes I'm like, get out of my entertainment, Jack Black. Just go. I, why? Come on.
0: I thought he was highly restrained in Goosebumps. Also, his, he was. He was. Yeah. Also, too, like he wasn't in it that much because, you know, they didn't have enough money for him. We so he
1: only gave half of performance? <laughs> no, he's
0: not in the movie all that much, if
1: you That's really sure about it. That's true.
0: Um, but anyway, uh besides obsessing about Jack Black's performance in Goosebumps, what are you gonna do it
1: Uh I have been watching a lot of movies. Um I so I have been playing a lot of binding of Isaac, I'm back addicted to that, and it's been uh been great. So in terms of movies, I will just list the last Actually, I'll just name three ones that I saw for the first time or two I saw for the first time. One is called Cure. It is a late 90s Japanese psychological horror movie. Very good. Uh, It's by the same guy who directed Pulse. Uh, If you've heard of that, it was remade in the US as well. Um, Very effective horror movie that's not, really scary it's just unnerving and it's the movie is very good at like just taking its time it's only about like an hour and 40 minutes long but it feels longer and I don't mean that in a bad way it just takes its time it doesn't use score to emphasize when you should feel nervous or scared about something it's just kind of generally unnerving and a lot of that sort of vibe is based on the movie just kind of like planting the camera somewhere and just letting things play out and not doing anything too fancy um there's a lot of long takes it's it's very good i would recommend it i don't want to say anything more about it because i think i i think it would i'm glad i knew nothing going in
0: um horror kind of lives in stationary long takes i mean just it really does hereditary all those shots oh
1: Yeah. yeah yeah um the other movie i watched i watched just Earlier this morning, which is the conversation, um, which is a very famous blind or like movie by Francis Ford Coppola from the mid seventies. It was a, like one of my like movie blind spots, like something that I like really wanted to see for a long time though, but I just can't, I just never saw it. Um, it is. Pretty good. It's, it has like rear window vibes, I suppose. It's kind of like about someone spying on other people. And then they they like see something or hear something in this case um, because the main character played by Gene Hackman is a professional wiretapper. Um, He overhears two people talking about something that scares him a little bit. And he kind of just like loses his sanity a little bit, although he's kind of already gone in the first place um, and starts kind of worrying about, these two people that he's monitoring and what they might be involved in. And a lot of the movie has, it plays around in the sandbox of like themes like paranoia, um, constantly being bugged, you know, you know, um, like wiretapped yourself, like everyone's listening at all times. Nothing is secret. Nothing is private. Um, Very, it was very good. I, I would recommend that one as well.
0: Yeah. It sounds like it. Um, I also watched a film um, that I believe you recommended, but that definitely kind of checked a lot of my boxes. Um, I watched Run on Hulu. Ooh. Um, Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh man, many a box checked. Um, Lots of homages to Misery. Um, Just a very engaging story in in itself. Um, I love Sarah Paulson. She tends to go a little over the top and I'd like her and Run to just scale it back by like 8%. Um, but she's also, she's very, very fun um, in anything she's in, Sarah Paulson. Um, and then just the, the structure of it and the actress that they got to play the main character, um, it centers, you know, without going too much into it, um, it, it centers on the main character has uh, physical disabilities um, and it works into uh, the plot in a lot of ways um, and it's just cool that there's that representation, but also like it's just a it's a planet el- element because it's the way she lives and it's the way she gets around and um, it
1: kind of affects everything in the movie in a really uh, cool, unique way. yeah and, and actually, I don't think I recommended this to you but okay. but I, 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 I might have like maybe I mentioned that I saw it I don't I don't remember recommending it to you, but either way, I'm glad you saw it. I, I Sarah Paulson is great. I like her in a lot of things. and yeah, she can go. Super extreme sometimes, and I, it, she kind of like. Did you ever watch American Horror Story? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh right, of course. we yeah. talked about this. I I really like her in like the first two seasons. I kind of stopped after the, after the fourth. Um, but I I think she just she can do so much, and she's so versatile. And I actually think she she's one of those like. Why isn't she in more horror movies?
0: Yeah, and that's that's kind of her thing. In American Horror Story, I absolutely adore her in that. But American Horror Story itself as a show is kind of very heightened. Um, And so all the performances are heightened. And so she fits right in. Whereas in Run, she's very Mm -hmm. heightened, which does fit her character to a degree. But, again, like, I, it becomes a bit cartoonish when everyone else in the world is very grounded. Yeah. Um, again, like, just 8%, just, like, 8% less, I think, would have been perfect.
1: Yeah. And she kind of gives me, not. it's not really the same type of performance at all, but it's, like, she gives me, like, Tony Collette and Hereditary vibes in the sense, like, I, I feel like she's capable of being that incredible. I wouldn't, I don't think the performance yes. is as good as Tony Collette's, but... I think she has it in her. Exactly. Sure.
0: Given the right script, given the right director, I, I think she could absolutely go there. Yeah. Um, and then I unlocked uh, the most powerful hidden move in all of adulthood. Um, and I'm going <laughs> to share it with all of you. The ultimate hidden move in adulthood is just rent all of your media from the library.
1: <laughs> um, Miranda because, does that sometimes.
0: Yeah, because I kind of forgot um, one of our friends, Edgar and I, um, is the head librarian at a library near us and he gave us a tour uh, and I realized that one of the entire wings was full of uh, games and Blu-ray and you know, games for like every system and it's crazy. So I checked out Pokken Tournament and Pokemon Mystery Dungeon for Switch, um, are, which are both games that I've dabbled in and have wanted to play, but um, could absolutely never justify a purchase of either of those. Um, and I'm really enjoying them, knowing that I'm gonna play them Hopefully, be mystery dungeon and just return them in, in like two weeks.
1: Nice. I, I really thought when you said you unlocked the secret to adulthood, you were going to make a reference to using the top man move.
0: The top man. It just oh. be, it beats
1: it beats all problems. Like you got taxes. Top man move.
0: Would you say top man's level with the with how green it is gave you big time cringe
1: vibes? Um. Sp- yeah, I uh, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. So, what, what is something that you? I, might- didn't, <laughs> I didn't see this coming at all.
0: <laughs> I just knew we had to get it in,
1: and I just pictured the Grinch smoking a fat blunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh there's
0: gotta be there's gotta be a mod out there um where that exact thing
1: happens yeah um uh, but you know while we're waiting for that mod i would say if you have not seen the classic 1966 the grinch
0: it's a classic it's got boris karlov come on like what are you what are you doing it's like, like what it's like 40 minutes it's for it's not even 40 minutes like what
1: are you doing with yourself come on, come on.